Hey everyone, welcome back to Why the Flick, a podcast where we watch a new movie each episode and ask ourselves, why the flick did we watch this? I'm your host, Claire, and this week is a very special one, guys, because it's part of the family now. My sister Kelly is here, and I'm very excited. Eek! Hi, Kelly. Hi, guys. So nice excited. to be here. So excited Thank to have you. Thank you for having you. me. Of course, of course. Um, the OG followers will remember that Kelly and I actually had a podcast way back in the day, aka like just a couple years ago, I think, but it feels <laughs> it way too long ago. Yeah. And uh, it was called Binge Me. And we watched TV shows and recapped them and deep dived them. We were, we were pretty awesome, I think. We were pretty awesome. I just had too many commitments and couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I totally understand. It was a fun one. So if you guys want to go back into the archives and find that podcast, feel free to listen uh, and you can hear all of our antics. We covered like Bridgerton and WandaVision. We did do Bridgerton. Yeah, we did some good ones. I know so much about WandaVision and Bridgerton because we did the podcast. So I'm like, I have some great facts I know from, from those Remember TV shows. Remember we got to interview the guy from WandaVision. Yes, we did. Herb. Herb. I always call him Herb, but his name's... Wait. Herb. I always want to say Herb, but it's Herb. Yeah. The actor who played Herb, we interviewed him. That was really like the highlight of that podcast experience. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but today we're going to talk about a movie, not a TV show. And the movie we're talking about today is Wine Country, released in 2019. It is directed by Amy Poehler. It is her first directorial film, which I didn't realize till I was um, reading up about this film. And, oh, <laughs> my notes. Sorry, guys. Um, I accidentally copy and pasted the IMDb description from Shrek 2, my last episode, <laughs> into my notes, and I was about to be like, uh, Shrek and Fiona travel, and I was like, that is not the right IMDb, IMDb description. The right IMDb description is, during a vacation to Napa Valley, a group of longtime friends reunite and revisit past choices in this hilarious and heartfelt comedy from director Amy Poehler. I like how that was thrown in there again. Just I didn't realize case. it was her first or her directorial debut. I didn't I realize think, yeah. that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Her first like feature film being a director on it, um, which is pretty cool. So Kelly, why Deflick did you pick this movie to discuss? So for me, it was relate relatable to me. Um, you know, women getting older, they're going away together, they're trying to kind of rekindle their friendship, basically, that they've had for years, and all of the drama that's involved. And it just kind of related to me on how hard it is to get away and to be with your friends and to have those relationships. Yeah, I feel like I couldn't remember a lot about this movie, but I do remember liking it. And so I feel like the rewatch that I had in this is like day and age of like just two weeks ago when I rewatched it. Um, mm -hmm. It was so much better than when I watched it the first time because the first time I watched it, I was 29. It was funny. Um, but even just like now at 33, I'm like, this feels so much more relatable than it yeah, did even absolutely. then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 
I agree. Like, there's just something about getting together with the girls. Like, it's the best. It's the best thing. It's the best. But then yeah. there's when you're together for that long and there are so many of you, there's bound to be drama. Oh, yeah. You know, there's bound to be stuff that comes up that you're going to go through. So, yeah. I love how they were like, people just assume when a group of women to get together that we're going to fight. And then they all like end up fighting <laughs> later on uh -huh. into the movie. Uh -huh. Yeah. Some tea is spilt for sure. For um, sure. But yeah, I love a girl's trip to Napa. The house that they stay in is gorgeous. 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 My God, I wish that was my place. Right? I, I was thinking, because they went for Rachel Dretz. She, she's the one who plays uh, Rebecca. Yeah. They went for her 50th birthday. And I was thinking, okay, well, in nine years, I'm going to be 50. And this is absolutely what we're, we're, we're going to do. We're yeah. going to go to wine country for my 50th. Yeah. I love it. And it's so funny you mentioned that because I didn't do a lot of research on this movie outside of just reading the little IMDb trivia fun facts, but apparently this was inspired by a real-life trip that this SNL group took to uh, celebrate Rachel Jack's actual 50th really? birthday Really? That's yeah. fun. Yeah. And all seven of the main actresses are related to SNL, uh, which we'll which we'll talk about. But yeah, mm -hmm. love it. And uh, in honor of this, we we are also drinking wine. Uh, cheers! It cheers. is a very high end bottle of barefoot wine, <laughs> Moscato. It's the best. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's super I mean, high end. Mm -hmm. It's like eight dollars a bottle. <laughs> it's white wine, my favorite wine. Mm hmm. <laughs> Um, so cool. Yeah, let's just jump into these main characters. And I really like how we're introduced to them via this like montage in the beginning of them all talking on the phone. And we really get a sense of everyone's personality right off the bat, which I appreciate. So we all know like the lay of the land once they get into Napa Valley together. Um, mm -hmm. So we have Abby, who is played by Amy Poehler. And this is Leslie Nope. This is dead up, Leslie. Oh, 100%. She plays that character so well. Yeah. I think that's just Amy Poehler. Like, I don't... Probably. I think that is... I think, like, she is a planner, and that's just why she takes on the roles so well. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, she... She takes it, I think, a step further than Leslie Nope, where everything has to be super perfect, and she's very bossy if things don't go according to her. Well, and she's also dealing with some stuff that this is kind of her full-time job now. So. Yeah. So she does want everything to go well because she's planned everything mm -hmm. meticulously with an itinerary down to the minute, like even like a 20 minute decompress, like unpack and everything right when they get there, uh, which definitely starts to grind on everyone's gears later mm -hmm. on in the movie. Um, there's also Rebecca played by Rachel Drax, who we already talked about. It's her 50th birthday, but she really doesn't like a lot of the attention being on her which can't relate if it were my 50th birthday can't relate I would be like yeah but like give me all the loving and all the attention it's my day so, bitches I feel like I would definitely be like that but I wouldn't want anyone to know it's my 50th like mm. like Rachel was Rachel was like yeah. age is just a number my soul is 29 and I feel like that's definitely how I would be yeah yeah probably too I mean who knows it, like, I feel like part of me would be like, ah, oh, fuck it. I don't care. I'm 30. Or not 30. <laughs> 50, uh, maybe 50. I would. 
my thir- my soul age is 30. No, I'd be like, um, but at the same time, I put a, put enough wine in me. I'd be like, yeah, 50. I'm 50, flirty and thriving. Um, when she throws her back out. Oh, my God. Oh, I God. felt that in my soul. I've never thrown my back out, but I have cricked my neck uh, turning it too mm-hmm. fast. And that's things we say now. Um, things we say now. Yeah. <laughs> I have arthritis. Things we things say, we say now. now. Yep. <laughs> Um, and she's very much like, I don't know what the word is, but she likes the word feedback. I think she's, uh, she's a therapist. She's a therapist. She kind of therapizes everything. True. Yeah. And everyone's like, why do you keep saying feedback? And she says, cause it feels non-threatening, but I think it also just like irks everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, then we have Catherine played by Anna Gastier, I am probably butchering that. I've seen her in like a Gastier. Gastier, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, You're welcome. Thank you so much. But she's the workaholic, a celebrity chef, and basically like bails on everyone all the time. Um, so they don't always like include her very much. But she's she's got a very high profile job. She's a celebrity chef, and she's thinking about having a TV show. She's girl bossing. She always feels left out. She's kind of that you always leave me out sort of person. And there's always, I feel like there's always one in a group where like there's always one person who feels like they're kind of slighted, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely her. Yeah. Only because like she puts it on herself to a certain extent. So it's a little bit of both. But yeah, she's definitely, she loves her job. And the, this whole time she's like grappling with whether or not she should take this uh, this TV gig. And then we have Naomi, played by Maya Rudolph, who is just the best in this movie. I love her so much. I love she's, her in everything she does. Yeah, everything she does is wonderful. She's a mama who needs a break and she just wants to have fun. I just love Maya Rudolph in this role. Like mm-hmm. she's just great. She's one of the best in this group for sure. Agree. 100%. And then we have Val, played by Paula Pell. The Val is the, like, cool, fun one who, um, I don't know if she's the oldest in the group, but her soul age is 18, as she says. And First she said 12. Her soul oh, age is really 12. But then she, she was, was like, like, well, old enough, old enough to have sex and old enough to yeah, drink. So yeah. maybe 18. <laughs> yeah, 18, yeah. 18 and a half. She said, I don't have a car, but I have a bike. Uh, which is I still great. live with my parents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she does have new knees, though, so she can jump around things that, like, an 18-year-old would. When she does that whole parkour thing when they're walking to dinner, greatest scene. I love it so much. Yeah. I was like, that's – I could definitely tell that's a person with a wig on doing all that. But <laughs> right, right. I love I love that. And the fact that she runs down the hill – um, mm-hmm. with her knees and, and then doesn't fall he, no that's Jenny Jenny doesn't fall. oh Jenny doesn't fall okay Val, Val runs down the hill and immediately like face plants <laughs> and then barrels down the hill um so yeah she's she's great too very she's very sociable she wants to talk to everyone she's a giver uh as she's just to trying see. to find a lover she just wants yeah. a girlfriend I know. somebody to give her attention to absolutely and then we come to Jenny, played by Emily Spiv. Spivey. Thank you. I really, really, I'm really struggling today, guys, but we're here. <laughs> um, Jenny, the homebody. I love Jenny. She watches too mm-hmm. much Dateline. She hates going out. 
you know she's just entirely relatable um I, yeah she's the one who you will make plans with you but then the, at the last minute will always cancel she'll be like yeah i'm sorry i mm-hmm. have to go yeah oh i'm not gonna make it i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah i just love how like they're on the phone together and she says bye see you see you there but also i may not come and then hangs up <laughs> i love how it they um when Catherine is saying at the end when she says did you only get a five bedroom because you didn't mean to invite me and she's like no I really thought Jenny wasn't gonna come and Jenny was like same, same. yeah same but <laughs> same. Jenny like is there the entire time like not wanting to be there and she's like she on, hates that she's there she's like on a video chat with her boyfriend and her husband at one point and is like this vacation's like three nights too long and he's like it's only three <laughs> nights and then he's like oh I get it and she's like I just miss you I want to be there yeah. Um, and then that's it. That's like the main group. But then we also have Tammy played by <sighs> Tina Fey. And this is so un Tina Fey that uh-huh. I love it. I just she's very rustic lumberjacky with the plaid and she makes 70% edible soaps. So, you know, and does a lot of blow, apparently. <laughs> right. And anything that she and Amy Poehler in together, you know, is just yeah. going to be spot on perfect yeah I wish that she was part of the main group because god I I love Tina Fey so much I think like due to her schedule um Tina Fey like couldn't be in it as much as she wanted to but I'm glad that we got what we did from from Tina Fey and she's great so she's the owner of the place um one time I'm pretty sure one time Jacob said my husband um said he I reminded him of Tina Fey or I looked like Tina Fey and I was just like I love you. That's like the best thing ever. Yeah, that's a great compliment. A wonderful compliment. It's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Um, so I think it'd be fun for us to share who we think we are in this okay. group. But first, I think we should guess guess the other person. So like I should guess who you would say, who you think you are, and you'll tell me. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think you're Naomi. Oh, yeah. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. I and that's okay. not just cuz she's the mom, that's because like the things that she says makes me think of you like when she said when she was home over I feel like hot garbage. I feel like you said that to me at one point. I'm pretty sure I probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um okay, so I think you are Abby. I knew you were going to say that and when I first started watching this, I did think I was a little like Abby because I do like to plan some things. But let me tell you, when I go on vacation, I don't like an itinerary and I don't like being told what to do every minute. So I actually feel like I'm more like Jenny. And I'm not going to be like the person who can't who bails um, like five minutes before we go to hang out because I, I feel guilty and I feel bad. Internally, I like might want to do that, but externally, I don't. Um, but there's just so many moments in this movie with her where I was like, yeah, that's me. Where like, she says she hates most people. Check. She fucking loves white wine. Check. Um, when she's picking the songs for their like dance night. The best. She said, I don't want any Quentin Tarantino soundtracks. (laughs) And I, that hit me to my core. And then later on she says, 
and don't play anything past Hey Ya and Hey Ya is one of my favorite songs and she said nothing current and I hate any well I don't hate everything current I just don't listen to a lot of current songs um but let me tell you when she was at the tarot reading and she got drawn the devil card and the camera pan- pans down and then the camera pans up and she bounces uh-huh that was my favorite part of the entire movie I cackled and they were like that's not her jam and uh, that's me like so I, you know yeah. what's funny is that in in my notes because I picked two I thought that you were in the movie and I in my notes I have initial thoughts Abby because of the schedule maybe a little Jenny yeah yes I think I'm a combo of Jenny and a little bit of Abby but like I'm I'm not that extreme that i don't feel like I'm 100% happy. No, no, not at all. But you do like to schedule and plan. Usually when we get together, you're the one who plans things and schedules. And yeah. I also think you're a little Rebecca because of your work ethic. Aww. You do have a very, you know, you're very good at what you Ka- do and you love what you do. you mean Catherine? Catherine. I said Rebecca. I meant Catherine. Catherine okay. because of your work ethic. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I also see a little Val in you too because you are the mm-hmm. cool, fun one. So I feel like you like keep everything lively and I do think your soul age is 18 and a half. Or- oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. My body age is 75. Yeah. <laughs> but my soul age is 18, 18 yeah. and a half. Yeah. So <laughs> like a little bit of mix of everyone. But yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely related to Jenny. And then when Jenny and Naomi were sitting in the hot tub talking about how yes. like that that felt like you and me to mm-hmm. such a degree because Jenny was like or Naomi starts talking and she says if, if I were to die like I would just work like feel for my babies like who's going to take care of them no one will take care of them like me and Jenny says remember how Prince would throw his guitar in the air and his, his guitar tech would always catch his guitar for him I'm that person for you I'll catch your motherfucking <laughs> guitar and you I just, are my guitar tech. I was like, yeah, you're my guitar tech every mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I definitely um, kind of vibed with Naomi with that whole the mom of littles and she really just needs to get out and get away and have fun. And I feel like that probably 90% of the time. Um, but I also felt a little Jenny, too, because I really mm-hmm. don't like to go places and do things. And I generally hate people except for the people that I love. Yeah. So um, I really just... You know, I think the only one that I didn't feel like I connected with was Catherine, mm. just because I don't have that kind of high-powered sort of, you know, work ethic, whatever. Yeah. Um, but all of the characters, really, they just all did such a good job. The actresses portrayed their character to a T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's nice that we can see ourselves a little bit in everyone. Like, I probably see myself the least in Rebecca, just because... She's very, like, doesn't like attention. Not not to say I love it. I would, like, give me attention. But if it was my birthday, I'd be like, yeah. Like, I like to celebrate my birthday all month long. That's how I am. Um, it of is course. a month-long event. But, yeah, I love how women, in general, I think, can see, see mm-hmm. themselves in at least one of these characters, if not most of them, uh, which makes it very relatable, especially. Um. Okay, let's talk about things we say now, which I love this part of the so movie. Great. Yeah, when when they're going around and saying all the drugs that they're on, when they're trying to figure out like if they want to take the Molly. They're, they're going like, to take the Molly. Like, how is this going to interact with what's already in my bloodstream? 
And one person's like, I'm on levothyroid and melatonin. I'm on uh, uh, the um, Mirena IUD, Zoloft, Singular, Zantec. And then um, uh, Naomi says Queefatram and just like starts cackling. But yeah, there's like. When they did that in my head, I was like, oh, I'm on this, 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 Mm -hmm. this. (laughs) So I started listing off the my medications in my head. Yeah. Yeah, same. I'm just like, yeah, that's that's a very things we say now. So I wanted to be like, what's our things that we say now? I know we've already talked, we've already like said a few, like our backs falling, our backs like falling out or like getting crooks in our neck. But what are some things that we say now? Here's here's one that I can remember uh, from just like last weekend. It was like nine o'clock at night, and I said. God, it feels so late. <laughs> and I was like, this is things we say now. I, I do a lot of, it's past my bedtime mm-hmm. and it's like 930. Yeah. That's a, that's a very much things we say now or ow, my hip. <laughs> that's a very things we say now. Cause I'm old and mm-hmm. my body hurts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. There's just like the thing that Tammy says about ping pong between water and wine, like take a glass of water with every glass of wine. I feel like that's definitely something I've said or done. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to drink my water. Uh, so while they were like that first night that they were there when they were at the restaurant and they went back to, to the place and they were drinking, my initial thought was, how are they up so late? Aren't they tired? What time is it? And I was like, oh, things we say now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Amy Poehler, or not Amy Poehler, but um, Abby's CPAP machine where she's like, I can't mm-hmm. sleep. I can't sleep outside. I can't camp outside because of where I can't have anywhere to plug in my CPAP machine. <laughs> I, I do not have a CPAP machine, um, but I do feel like I can't fall asleep now without the TV on. Um, which may or may not be a thing with things we say now. Uh, I have to have a fan and white noise. And I never did that when I was younger. So that's the things we say now for sure. I have to have white noise. The white noise is my TV. Yeah. And I'm sure there is going to be so many more things to come with what's our things we say now. But Mm -hmm. that to me felt like, yeah, there's so many moments now in my early thirties where I'm like, even now I'm like, these are things I say now because I've gotten older. I love that you say early 30s and I'm just over here 41 and you know what age is just a number your soul age is 18 my soul age is 30 <laughs> it's neither here nor there okay um okay let's talk about the first night speaking of which that they go out for dinner and they go to that very hipster restaurant it's very hipster with uh, the uh, with Jade, the things that she talks about, and nobody understands what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah. That comes a lot later, like, once they go to the art, art her art show, too, which we're definitely going to talk about. Um, but, yeah, there's so many, like, good moments, I think, in this dinner scene. The um, the lavender popping corn that she brings out, and then Jenny says, that's not enough. That's and that, not enough. <laughs> I, I felt that. Um, Mm -hmm. that being said, like, this is like, it's fun to watch, but if I were a waiter in this restaurant, oh yeah, this would be the table that annoyed the shit out of me. Well, doesn't Val say you're getting a very large tip? Yes, she does. And she does tip everyone, Mm -hmm. even the tarot card reader Mm -hmm. uh, later. So yeah, that's her being very generous. So yeah, at least there's a big tip out of it for sure. That would, 
suck if they acted that way and then gave like a five percent tip right um, i think that was very much she just wants everyone to like her yeah so she's gonna do what she needs to do to get people to like her including sure. dressing up like vag santa claus and giving out vibrators to everyone what a- in the middle of the restaurant that was amazing <laughs> And they're just she's, so great. She's so thoughtful because they're all themed to the person's personality. Yes. Like Abby has a timer because she's so like on a schedule. And um, Catherine's is called the executive because she's the CEO. <laughs> Rebecca's dances or moves to happy oh, birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and and had a little party hat on it from the dollar store. From party the dollar hat. store. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. It was good. Um, I love that we talked, you know, we talked about the the popcorn was enough enough. They get McDonald's on the mm. way back to the place because they obviously didn't eat enough food. They drank a lot. Yeah. But those kind of places. The the plates are small and the prices are large. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was something very relatable too, where like if I'm drinking that much, I get the munchies so bad. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I want nasty, greasy food in me right now so when they all come through the door with mcdonald's and she's like i can't remember what val says exactly but she's like fucking fuck fuck ronald mcdonald like five ways to sunday or something (laughs) or fuck fish filet it was just so it was good yeah Mm -hmm. the mcdonald's stuff like for me i'd probably be like i'm going to taco bell and i'm getting the steak and cheese quesadilla and um and some chips and queso Mm mm-hmm yeah, McDonald's used to be my drunk food, for sure. Mm, yeah. You know, I've only been to Waffle House once, and it, when, I, when, it, when <gasps> it was when I was drunk at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's the only time you're supposed to go. Yeah, you can't go there sober, because then you realize how gross no. everything is, and you just can't stay. No offense to people who work at uh, Waffle House who might be listening, None but it, in the light of day, I think everyone can agree that Waffle House has a completely different look than in the darkest of nights. <laughs> So we used to go to this little grease on a spoon play or a place called um, Barbara Lee's. I don't, I don't think I ever took you to Barbara Lee's, uh, but that was our, it, it was our waffle house, but it was like a family owned sort of greasy spoon, just delicious everything <sighs> when you're drunk. Um, and it was open 24 hours. Mm. It was great. They've since closed, which is a travesty, but that was our waffle house. Mm. So good. Um, let's talk about the tarot card reading, which is an incredible Lady scene. Sunshine. Cherry Jones. I, I like forgot so many people were in this movie and mm-hmm. Cherry Jones is so amazing in this role. Like she's the complete opposite of what you would think of as Lady Sunshine because she takes shit from no one and she really like gives she it to them the as it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's stuff they don't want to hear, but she she's going to lay it out there whether they want to or not. Yeah. And this was like why I also related to Jenny, because I don't fuck with tarot card reading or fortune telling. <laughs> that shit scares me because I, I feel like it's real. And yes, I think to some degree it is. But I just want to live in ignorant bliss and not know what's going to happen. Sure. Or te- have anyone tell me what my problems are going to be because I don't want to believe anything (laughs) and so when jenny left after she got the devil card if the devil card was drawn on me 
I would be out of there too. Like, no, I don't. I don't want to know. I feel like you probably wouldn't even sit down for the reading to begin with. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I'm gonna. You just nope here, right guys. out of there before, like, while we're setting up, you'd just be like, oh. It was funny go. because, like, the like they pulled a devil card on Jenny, and all we hear is it's about violent forces of nature that constrain you and nothing more. And I was like, I don't even want to look up what the devil tarot card is because mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to put some bad juju on me and invite some negativity into my life that I just don't want right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to a palm reader once in my twenties and I'm pretty sure that they said something around the lines of, I wasn't going to get married and have kids until I was older. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> cut to me having kids mm-hmm. at 31 and 37 and getting married at 36 yeah so I want to be clear truth. like I don't go to the stuff because I don't believe it I don't go because I do believe it and I don't want to know <laughs> anything that's gonna happen mm-hmm. um but the other people uh who get their cards drawn let's talk about them so Abby gets the chariot but it is the upside down chariot and essentially this means like she's being dragged through time no control over where life is taking her there's been a big change in her life that has upended her and she's just killing herself trying to stay busy um but as val says on the bright side it would make a very good looking tattoo i thought the same thing it'd be a great tattoo i felt like most of those cards would make Mm -hmm. really good tattoos except maybe the devil um (laughs) depends on what you're into i guess yeah yeah no shame no shame um but and this like goes really well like all the cards that are drawn for them go really well into like the problems that they're dealing with and so abby's Mm -hmm. problem is that she lost her job so yeah she's had this huge life change happen to her and she's just struggling to like keep busy and also find out who she is without her job um i don't know what she did or what her job was exactly but something in an office we just see her in the in the very beginning we see her kind of packing Mm. up her desk um but she also had gotten a divorce recently i guess Mm -hmm. within the past couple years they talk about that a lot so yeah her life has really sort of been upended yeah all around she's getting hit by all sides of of just Mm -hmm. life in general and then we have Catherine. Her card is the Five of Pentacles, and it's mostly related. Well, most think it's related to financial loss, but Lady Sunshine thinks it's connected to emotional poverty. And so for Catherine, she feels like not emotionally connected to her friends because she's a workaholic and mm-hmm. feels like she's left out all the time, which we talked about. Uh, then we have Val, the Fool who is kind of the fool is focused around new beginnings and optimism but the fool has difficulty seizing on new opportunities because they're too focused on the needs of others and this really ties into her being too focused on pleasing jade the waitress the entire time they're Mm -hmm. on their trip she's very but also her new knees oh yeah yeah She was like, they laughed, and Lady Sunshine is just not having it. Um, We were talking about Jenny. I don't know what her problem was other than she's antisocial, which I think is not a problem at all. So I think she's fine. Uh, We don't really know much more about what she might be dealing with. Um, But Naomi gets drawn death, and she just goes, fuck me, after that. Mm -hmm. And 
and Lady um, Lady Sunshine's like, no, no, everyone thinks this is a really bad card, but it signifies a time of transformation and a metamorphosis. Um, but also, it can mean death, and there's it can like, also mean death is coming, which is poignant for her because of what we learn later. Yeah, well, she's waiting on a call from her doctor. I think it's fine to like say it now, but she's waiting on the results from her BRCA gene test, which is to tell if she has, um, if she is prone to get breast cancer, um, or not more, more like, um, easily or like, I don't, I don't know too much about the, yeah, so the test. I think normally people who have, um, had breast cancer in family members and people, you know, who have lost family members from breast cancer, they usually get the BRCA test to see if yeah. they have that gene. Yeah. So I'm a, what I assumed is that maybe her mother or her grandmother, mm. you know, she lost one of them to breast cancer. So that's why she was getting this test done. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. And so we kind of see like little shots of her throughout the movie, like seeing that she has a voicemail from a doctor's office, ignoring it or like finally listening to it, but never calling back to see what like her results are because she's too afraid when she's in the bathroom and she goes to listen to it, but she puts it down and then she takes the pills and just throws them at her face. I, well, I I'm pretty sure I've done that at some point. <laughs> and none of them go in her none mouth. None of them. And she's just like, eh. <laughs> I when loved it. Her hangover scene the next day was so funny because when she like has the shower cap on her head and I don't know if it was Rebecca or someone else said. It was... I'm pretty sure it was Rebecca because she's wearing – it's a bonnet. So um, she's wearing a bonnet to protect her hair. Yeah. And she said, "Are have you already taken a shower? Or are you going I'm to going take, to a, take shower? a shower? And Naomi's like, what? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then she can't figure out the name for a kettle. She's like, what's that thing <laughs> you put in tea? The, and they're the like – hot water source? They're like, a kettle. And she says, kettle. I'm not doing kettle. great today. Not mm-hmm. doing great. Uh, yeah. I forget words for things all the time. All the time. Yeah. It happens. Um, so, like, back to the tarot card reading. Rebecca comes up next, and hers is Wheel of <laughs> Fortune. And uh, that was a great part. Mm-hmm. But the Wheel of Fortune is about life cycles, a big change is coming. It's her 50th birthday. Um, and, but it's not like a great card either because she's a uh, lady sunshine says that lady Fortunia is standing in the middle of the card, uh, very like, uh, sh- well, Rebecca thinks it's like she's serene or at peace and mm-hmm. lady sunshine's like over done <laughs> over it. Um, Speaking of lady sunshine, go ahead. Can we talk about Dick of the Flick? Let's save it. Let's save it for. Okay. Let's save it for uh, the segment. Let's save it through that. But yes, okay. um, I'm excited to hear what you have to say about that. So Rebecca's problem too is that, like we said, she doesn't want to acknowledge that she's turning 50. I guess because once you're 50, you're over and done. You're just out to pasture. Over the hill, isn't yeah. that what they say? They mm-hmm. they throw over the hill parties for people who are turning 50. Mm-hmm. I want to be not swear to God when I turn 50, if you throw me in over the hill party, I'm going to, it's going to be a problem. I'm offended. I would never, I would throw you in under the, I would throw under the hill party. <laughs> what is that? What is halfway up the hill? Maybe I don't want to be under the hill. Yeah. I feel like that's death. 
feel <laughs> like uh we'll 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 workshop okay. that one that whatever the opposite of opposite of over the hill is let's google it yeah um and then they have their group reading which essentially is them all realizing they've got some shit to deal with they basically surround themselves with battles and lady sunshine recommends that they need to shed their tough skins that have built up over time to stay friends and no one is as close as they think they are and she says as one wait one word of advice to another get over all your shit and that'll mm-hmm. be 475 dollars 475 dollars never no, thank you could never never i the woof this whole this this woof. one unrelatable thing about this movie is how much money they are spending because I cannot relate to that. No, and even in the beginning when they're doing the phone montage, Abby says, "We'll just we'll figure out money when we get there. It's fine." And I feel like that's something that definitely happens on group trips. You kind of mm. have to one person pays for it and plans it and then every they have to like hound everybody to get the money back it's yeah Mm -hmm. yep i've been in that situation it sucks Mm -hmm. and you're like hey just a reminder can you give me the money and you feel Mm -hmm. really weird about it and then sometimes you don't get the money and you just have to be like well cut your losses that's that yep yep um okay let's talk about the wine tasting that they do uh throughout the movie is there anything better than getting day drunk it's the best. It's better yeah. than night drunk. It is. Especially like at a winery mm-hmm. or at a um, an, uh, an orchard. Is that what they're called? Orchard? The wine orchard, I guess. Um, a vineyard. A vineyard. Thank you. I can't think of words. <laughs> a vineyard. And I love that the guy is trying to tell them all about the wine and Mason. you know what it tastes. And they just don't give two shits. No. I just l- want to drink it. God, I love that whole scene. Um it's, this is weird because and funny because after I watched this movie, I was on TikTok and that scene popped up on my TikTok from when Abby and Rebecca are talking and he's like, tell me what you smell. There's no wrong answers. And Rebecca goes, canned peaches. And he just is like, <laughs> no. And they're like, well, you said no wrong answers. He said, <laughs> you said no wrong answers. He's like, well, that's obviously. Yeah. 100%. Um, that she says that's kind of how I feel about wine I just like to drink it I don't need to know what's in it or where it came from or anything about it that's the entire thing with like the whole wine tasting parts is that they don't really care about learning about wine they just want to drink the wine and that's Mm -hmm. the same like I just I know it tastes good I'm usually not a smeller of wine I'm just I'm like Mm -hmm. I want to drink it right away and I appreciate it still nonetheless I'm sure they work very hard to produce wine, but I don't need to know about it. Yeah. I I appreciate the art because it gives me great tasting wine, but I don't want to sit and learn about it for like an hour. You know, you just like yeah. you give know me a I little bit. Of- that they didn't make grapes into raisins because that's an abomination and grapes <sighs> should only be eaten as grapes or made into wine. Now, hold up. <laughs> raisins are an abomination. I do. What about golden raisins? I like golden raisins. (laughs) Raisins are just sad grapes that should have been wine. What about cranberries? Dried cranberries, I should say. Okay. In a salad? Sure. Okay. What about raisins in a salad? 
No. No. Okay. <laughs> we Don't put raisins clear. in us. I won't eat it. The only thing that raisins should be in is Irish soda bread. So, so we do need raisins. In Irish soda bread, but they can also be, <laughs> it can be eaten without them. It's just a sad grape that should have been wine. It is. I know. I know. Sorry to the raisins, the, the claymation raisins. Were they claymation? Oh, those, I mean, they're the best. I loved those when I was a kid. I had all the little figures and they danced. I didn't we have didn't to eat them. like to so. eat the raisins. Yeah. No, raisins mm-hmm. are gross. Um, I do like that Rebecca, when she's sniffing the wine, says, grapes. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, there are grapes. She was like, smart answer. And then she says, mm-hmm. ja- Jasmine. And he goes, that's just egregious. And she goes, Pinot egregious. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of great jokes in this movie. Would you say a, a lot, lot of great jokes? A lot of grape jokes. Grape, a lot of grape jokes. <laughs> With that, which... <laughs> I'm here all night, folks. <laughs> um, yeah, like when they go to the organic solar powered winery and she's like, what, do you guys know what that sediment is called at the bottom of your glass? <laughs> and they're like, mud, wine <laughs> waste. <laughs> she goes, tartrates. I'm like, who the fuck is going to know what tartrates are? I'm sorry. Nobody. I'm sorry. I love that they walked amongst the the vines after she immediately told them not to. And then they, when she comes to get them, they made fun of her. And they're like, oh, no, yeah, we're coming. We're so yeah. sorry. We'll be right there. You don't know my shoes. <laughs> my shoes are clean. <laughs> See, that would be me once mm-hmm. I've had too much wine to drink. I'd be like... I mean, at that point, Naomi is drinking it straight out of the bottle. She spits it out of the bottle and she's like, that was just full wine di- full wine diamonds at that point. And she, oh my God. Her Billy Bob Thornton impression was oh so, God. so good. Spot. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. We love her. Um, they also have this thing where they play guilty pleasure songs on the bus when they are tipsy. That's like their tradition. So they play like kids in America and mm-hmm. poison. Don't they call them DUI songs? Yes. D. Oh. So what's our DUI songs? Do you have uh, poison is definitely one of my DUI songs. Yeah. Poison. So when Naomi picked that, I was like, oh, I am Naomi. <laughs> this is hitting me hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. My song when I've been drinking and like when I haven't to be TBH um, and a song that I have done karaoke to of the few times I've done karaoke is Bad Touch by the Bloodhound Gang. Do you know that song? Never heard of it. It's the mm-hmm. you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. Okay. Yep. You know the song now? I do know it. Okay, good. good. Um, I also like, I like big, big butts, butts and I, and I cannot, cannot lie. lie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's okay to sing songs in here as long as we only say like the first. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're couple no minutes. Yeah. Don't sue us. No record companies are listening here. Yeah, don't don't come after us. I'll credit you. Um, yeah, I have so many D DUI songs that come to mind. Nothing current, as um Jenny would say. Hey yeah Nothing is one current. for sure. Um, I love that Devin drives the bus and just <gasps> how Devin. mean they are to Devin the whole time. Poor Devin, but also Devin Devin's the worst. <laughs> Devin is the worst. Abby Devin. is the meanest to him, and then she sleeps with him. Oh my god! But gosh. also so does Rebecca. So, oh my god! When he goes into her room and he's like, "So, do you want to have sex?" and it is like a thirty-second silent pause. I thought her- the movie froze. <laughs> 
she i thought he was gonna walk away and be like i guess that's a no but he lingered he waited he was like i'm he playing did. he waited i'm playing the long game here i want an answer yes or no and she goes fuck it yeah let's do it mm-hmm. and that was low low point probably for her but you know what probably. who gives a fuck whatever do your thing live your life yeah do what you want sleep with who you want you're your own free woman girl um yeah and then like as they had mentioned drink as tammy mentioned drinking wine um makes everybody say what they're really feeling and so that's when all of like the cracks start to form in our group and we see this through different conversations throughout the day so like mostly the infighting is between abby and rebecca and then like naomi and Catherine, i think too and then everyone else is just kind of like on the outskirts mm-hmm. which is me i typically don't get into the to the fighting um but abby and rebecca to be fair everyone's annoyed at abby because abby's a bit of a control freak mm-hmm. um but abby's annoyed because rebecca's not taking her birthday seriously enough and rebecca's annoyed at abby for taking her birthday too seriously and not listening to her of what like she wanted the entire time I like how Tammy says, is it Tammy who says, if anybody starts a sentence with, sentence with so can I just say something, walk yeah. away. Mm-hmm. And then immediately they all kind of couple up together. They go off in their own little can groups and they're something? just, can I just say something? Can I just say something? And you know that drama yeah. and antics mm-hmm. and drunken craziness Which, is about to come out. I mean, to be fair, if you get, I feel like men or women, if you have a group that large, there's always going to be people who you're annoyed by and you need to go vent to another confidant um for sure to talk about and it's not like you're trying to shit talk them you're just working out your feelings and not trying to hurt the other person's feelings um because like naomi and Catherine, like Catherine's upset because naomi keeps shaming her for working too much and naomi's really upset that Catherine bails on them all the time but like when even when they have that confrontation at the end, Naomi's like, I'm fucking proud of you and the work that you do, but I also like want you here to support mm-hmm. us. So they all well, like and I think that Naomi knows that Catherine needs that. She needs that sort of togetherness with her friends and she's not allowing herself to have it. Yeah. And Naomi's like also going through her own obviously turmoil because she really needs her all of her friends right now. Um, to be there for her. And I think because Catherine keeps ditching or using her talk to text constantly, which don't even get me started on talk to text. I can't. We know who that reminds us of. It does. We will name no names, but there is someone who does talk to text and uh-huh. I can't. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's, I think it's all coming from a place of like everyone feeling a little hurt and dealing with their own shit. And so yeah, for sure. That's when, like, Abby goes on her tirade and when when Rebecca tries to confront her and offer her some feedback. May um, I offer you some feedback? Feedback. Can I get some feedback? Oh, that's they, great. When, when they, they do it in the tunnels. Oh, <sighs> my God. I thought somebody was going to come out of those tunnels from the winery and be like, shh, the grapes are brewing. <laughs> Whatever wine does. Awesome. The grapes need silence. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever wine does. And then, you like, know. I have to feel like anytime Maya Rudolph 
is in those scenes I feel like she just like goes off and does improv because she was doing like she was just making some wonderful sounds and then everybody started laughing and I just feel like she did that on her own it was not scripted. I would like to know like what part of like what scenes were you know they add they were able to add that improv to because I feel like it happened not a lot but there were some you could tell like okay that's did they make that up or was that written into the script yeah I feel like there were a, I always feel like there's a lot of improv in movies but then when I read about it I'm like there was really not that much improv because it's a movie and you have to follow a certain script but you know I I wish I hope well, that there's also a with lot. all of them being on SNL they're used to improv yeah. so yeah you and know. they and I don't I mean I'm sure majority of them worked together um well yeah they all worked together so they were in the same SNL group that went to that birthday party but yeah like they all feed off of each other and they all have the same like comedic energy so mm-hmm. I'm sure they allowed them and if it's Amy Poehler doing the directing then I'm sure she encouraged it for sure yeah but then, like, so Abby goes through each one of them and really, like, lays out what all of their problems are. Abby's, like, you know, my marriage did not fall into place, nor did my job because I got fired. Val's waiting on texts from Jade, who is going to eventually hurt her. She thinks Naomi's going through a midlife crisis. She said, Jenny, your inability to cope with almost anything. And I was like, well, I was- Same. Don't come at me, Abby. I felt that. Uh, Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So Catherine doesn't get one, uh, which is also funny. But then they talk about Rebecca and her husband, fucking Brian, which we haven't like brought up. Brian. They all hate Brian. Do you all hate Brian? Oh, no. He's great. We love him. He's fine. (laughs) Even when she realizes like later that Brian sucks, they're like, no. And then Naomi's like, no, guys, she knows. She knows. She knows. <laughs> She's like, I'm in a shitty marriage to Naomi. And Naomi's like, oh, thank God. Thank God you finally <laughs> realized we all hate him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about Jade's art show now. Boy, oh, this hipsters. was this was interesting, to say the least. Um, fine. <laughs> So I never watched The Nanny. Did you ever watch oh, The <gasps> I loved The Nanny. I'm sorry. I can't you never... um, she was a fashion icon. An icon. Yeah. You know what, though? I, I kind of, like, am into an art show dedicated around a sitcom. Like, I feel like that's a really cool concept. Um, when they talked about Alf, and she was like, I feel like Alf is just done, right? Yeah. <laughs> what? This, how do you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Have you seen Alf? I really haven't seen Alf because I know no Jade's not seen Alf. Um, I Alf too. Yeah the the paintings that say I am art and am I art am I and art? Jenny's <laughs> like no and no you're not. Yep, it was great. But yeah, so the whole show is around. Dran- I was gonna say Dran Fresher. I totally got <laughs> I had a uh, swaparoo moment there. Fran Drescher and. Yeah, then they, like, get into this whole debate over, like, the younger versus the older generation. But I also feel like it's also not just, like, older versus younger generation, but, like, a location um, difference, too, of, like, Pacific Coast, California versus, like, uh, Midwest. Because, like, all of our characters are also from Chicago. So I feel like there's some different... 
I, I don't know, different approaches there too of like, just like culturally, I think. Um, but yeah, I can see that. But this part to me, like I get it's in there to be funny. And I think it is. I just wish they had leaned more into the like older versus younger generation a little bit more. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it was a lot of the main group saying things like, how do I stop my kids from becoming assholes? How do I stop them from becoming you? Yeah. Or like saying, you have too much high self-esteem. You're born with hurt feelings. Your parents are your best friends. And mm-hmm. maybe not enough of the young people hitting on like. Going back. Yeah. About the yeah. older generation. So I think that like that was missing for me a little bit, but it was still like an entertaining scene to be it sure. It was. And it it was kind of an I think it was an eye-opening thing for Val. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she thinks that Jade um likes her and, you know, she says, I have something to ask you, and Jay's like, I, I think I know what it is. And then she tells her she can have the painting for like four hundred instead of six hundred or something like that. Yeah. And Val's like, ah oh, shit. She's just trying to sell me something. But Val should have just been like, No. Um, <laughs> no thank you. Because how the fuck is she gonna get that home? Are you gonna put that in your house? She's... A picture of Fran Drescher? I mean, it is Mm, (laughs) right so I guess art is very subjective you know and what one person considers art might not be what somebody else considers art but that was a stretch and and it wasn't just her art Jade's art it was the whole show because they pan around the show and there's like shoe boxes on a wall in a certain pattern and um there's one that's like just staring into a camera and moving forwards and backwards. So I feel like it, it was um, commentary on definitely the the differences between like when Jade compares herself to Warhol yeah. and they're like, really? She said, um, I'm humbled. And she, they're like, <laughs> are you? Are you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think there's just like a bit of disconnect because this is a TV show that our main group of characters grew up with and know a lot about and to have probably like this younger generation come in and make an art show of it probably right. was a bit like of the tipping point for them in the mm-hmm. frustration. And I love how Val's like, excuse my friends, please. We've been drinking wine like all day. And I feel like if you live in Napa Valley... I mean, Napa yeah, Valley, besides the fact that they're drunk as hell, they have to be. Yeah. I mean, if you feel like if you live in Napa Valley, you just ought to understand that there's ought to be a lot of people who are day drunk during mm-hmm. during the day. Oh, I do love when they do their little shopping trip um, when they're, like, on the bicycles and they come out of that <laughs> store and they've got, like, giant wine glass the wine mm-hmm. glasses and jenny's like i just spent 725 dollars <laughs> or something and they all just start laughing it's great uh so i think like this brings us to the end of the movie where everything is basically a shit show as mentioned it's rebecca's actual birthday and she threw out her back on the day of her birthday which just sucks and mm-hmm. and she's laying there for how long before anybody the entire finds night. her? The whole night. And she talks about the raccoons. 
the little Stop family it. of raccoons little who family. just come out. And she's Naomi's like, like, but how did you know? And she's like, I just know. The one that was the dad, she's like, how did you know? And she was like, because he was the, they were all following him. Yeah. It really put things into perspective for her. Um, and so I, I do like, though, that even though things are an absolute mess between their group, this birthday party is the cutest thing. Like, Abby did such a good job. It's adorable. I, look, if somebody did that for me, I would just be for, like, that's the cutest thing to, to remember all of those things about, I mean, they even wore like the same kind of outfits. They had a whole setup. It was really cute. Yeah. The fact that they recreated Antonio's entire restaurant and like even had the pizza thrown, uh, not yes. thrown, flown in. Ugh. And they were like, we're so- Antonio unfortunately has passed away, so he can't be here. He but our here. DJ is dressed up like him. Yes, they had a DJ. <laughs> that was great. Of course, everyone's there, but Catherine though, because Catherine's always left out. But like, she also left them at the art show, and then I was like, what happened to Cat? Like, she went to the bar with Tammy for a little while, mm-hmm. was playing darts. Um, but like, she guess never went home like I don't know what happened to Catherine at that point I don't think they know either they were just like we thought you left yeah yeah and that's where we hear that she was like did you just do five bedrooms because you thought I wouldn't come and they're like no we Mm -hmm. thought it would be Jenny you really thought Jenny wasn't gonna come yeah one Um, of my favorite lines is from I think it's from Rebecca when she says put me in my finest (laughs) moo she said wait get me out of this disgusting bathroom put me in my finest moo That was a me thing for sure. Mm. Because there was a whole like point in time two summers ago, I think, where all I wore was a moo moo. Yeah. (laughs) Did you have a finest moo moo? Mm -hmm. Uh, No, it was just the one moo moo. Oh, oh, okay. So it was your your (laughs) finest. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was your finest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone kind of starts fighting at this point. Catherine and Naomi. Duke it out. Abby and Rebecca start fighting too. And um, they all just like kind of storm off. They're all storming down the the vineyard hill. Um, I don't know who said this, but someone said you're acting like a millennial. And I was a little miffed by that. <laughs> I said, wait now. Millennials are always getting shit on, guys. Can we not for five seconds blame it on the millennial? Can we not? Mm-hmm. Are you a millennial? Technically, yes, I'm an elder millennial, but like we're our own little sect of a generation. Oh, okay, you've got a like. We are. I mean, really though, like if you <laughs> yeah. if you look it up, because I was born in '82, I'm considered an elder millennial. So we're not quite millennials, and we're not mm-hmm. quite. Was it Gen X? Is that what's before us, or Gen? Yeah, Gen X no. is before us, or Gen uh, Z. Yeah, no, it's Gen X, Gen Gen Y's millennial, then there's Gen Z. Okay, so yeah, so we're we're a little bit Gen X and a little bit millennial. Definitely not Gen Z. Well, held held to the no. Uh, held to the no. Yeah, I was no just hate like, to any Gen Zers. We love you. You're great. No, 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 no. Yeah, definitely not. You just have a little I, bit too much self confidence no, for me. I, I'm just I'm just saying hell no. I am not a Gen Z because I'm a millennial. Um, I mean, I'm hella millennial. <laughs> I know that. I. So in, uh, back to the art show real quick. I was just glancing at my notes when they they did the young people did say one thing about the the older people. They said they were mad, and they go, "We're not mad. We're not. What are we? Not angry? Or we're not old? We're just grouchy." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm grouchy a hundred percent of the time. Like that's me. 
for sure. <laughs> when they started talking about how it's too easy for kids nowadays to get access to porn, and Val was Stop like, it. I used to have to like drive five <laughs> hours <laughs> down the street to get something off of like the side of Which the was shady. Yeah. And then the one person's like, no wonder they're so like opposed to their sexuality they associate with hard work and long distance drives <laughs> we didn't have cell phones where we could just look up porn i know well i i did but like not you did i did not i did well that's the thing about millennials like we grew up in the age of pre-internet and inter- and post-internet so we got yep. the best of both worlds but everybody still seems to shit on millennials and i'm like you know what they do back off we're not the problem here. Moving no. on. We are not um, Taylor Swift. We are not the problem. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Naomi gets bit by a snake. Um, which Allegedly. Like, uh, Allegedly. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, and I just love how they're like, just like the cards, they're like with old, between like old rocks and snakes, the tarot cards. My mm-hmm. One of my favorite lines of this entire film is also from Jenny, but it's when she goes... Lady Sunshine was was right. I bet if we looked her up on the internet, we'd find out she'd been dead for 50 years. It's like... <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And my question was like, did nobody think to like suck out the poison? Because is that a thing? I feel like if you get bit, you're supposed to suck out the poison, even though it's not poisonous, we come to find out. But right. I don't even think that they really looked to see if there were puncture marks. <laughs> they just saw a snake and they were like, oh, shit, she got bit by a snake. Ooh, a snake. Isn't that a TikTok? <laughs> I'm a snake. <laughs> I'm a snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> it's this dude with a little snake thing on it. He goes, I'm a snake. <laughs> but it's like S-N-E-K. I'm a snake. That's a- that snake Got bit home. her and slithered away and went, as he left, he went, I'm a snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah. So instead of sucking out, which, okay, if I got bit by a snake, would you suck out the poison? Probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you worry that like it'll get into your bloodstream then if you accidentally yeah, swallow yeah, it? Yeah, I do. Honestly. I'd first tie a tourniquet because that would keep it from spreading. Yeah. With, with what? <laughs> with- I'd rip part of my shirt or like Aww. a belt. You know, your, I'd do something to your tie finest a moo. My finest moo. I'd tear my finest moo moo for you, Claire. Oh, thank you. That's Just like you'd catch my guitar pick. Ab- absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that's the thing. I was like, they say suck out the poison, but I'm always like, but what if I accidentally swallow what a little? I, that, what if right. I swallow I'm a little not... bit? And then what? There's nothing to suck out, isn't it? I have a really bad gag reflex. So, like, oh, maybe yeah. somebody else. Can, I'll tie the tourniquet. Somebody else can do that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Someone with no taste. So, buds. husbands are for, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, agreed. So, yes, instead, they decide to run down this very steep hill. As I've mentioned, Val face plants. But Jenny runs down like a boss. Doesn't like trip. Like a boss. Doesn't trip once. And keeps her thumb over that wine bottle mm-hmm. bottle bottle doesn't spill a drop entire time they're like whoa look at her go that could not be me i would definitely trip no. and fall but i, I probably it. would have just laid down and rolled myself down the hill that's on purpose just so I di- yeah that's what i would have done just so i didn't fall <laughs> and it fixes her back i was like oh maybe i should do that it'll fix my hip <laughs> i do have a very steep 
steep hill in my backyard if you want to come over drive over with your crooked back and roll down my hill um you might roll you might roll right into the pond but then you'll get a cool down right after there you go Mm -hmm. it's fine yeah um oh then like when abby goes i will say she's like going down belly first which i feel like is just a bad idea because who wants to like get a belly burn growing down a hill but like they go abby let go when she's like we're here little... for you that was a little too on the nose for me where i'm like she just needs to let go a little bit but mm-hmm. i i'm like i know what you guys are doing there i'm when she grabs onto the tree mm-hmm. just make it to the tree and she's... you'll be fine she's like i'm letting go and and then Catherine swan dives swan dives how did she not break her neck swan dives i mean That's great I wish we had. So, how that. would you have gone down the hill? Mm, I wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't. No. Oh, um, hot take. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd probably go butt first. It's yeah. I'd go butt first, but and then like roll down, like sitting as vertical. Roman calls it, sit and scoop. Yeah, sit and scoop. Instead of sit and scoot, it's sit and scoop. Sit and scoop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it. So you'd go down butt first. Mm-hmm. I'd do uh, yeah probably or I'd be like, like my... guys it's less steep if you just like go a little bit over this way and then There's you can make it down cart. they could just drive the golf cart I, that was another thought I had was like I would launch the golf cart off the hill but then that seemed a little a little too mm-hmm. ambitious probably mm-hmm. I do like that during this whole you know part it's kind of their shared pain that mm-hmm. brings them back together yeah um and kind of reunites them yeah, especially when like they're all in the hospital. In the hospital, and they're all mm-hmm. like banged up, dirtied, <laughs> bandaged, they, bandaged. They look hella like they've been through hell and back, literally. Um, and this mm-hmm. is where we get the condescending doctor, who is like, oh, "The snake wasn't actually even poisonous, and it might have just been a sharp twig. It just been a sharp twig." And I just love Probably how they was. all come after him. And are just like, no, it was a snake. And Naomi's like, if I get home and I find out that there is poison in my foot. I can't remember what she says after that. But she was just like, I'm going to come after mm-hmm. you. I'm coming for you. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then we also, I also love, so like Naomi and Catherine were the two that were fighting. But Catherine's the one at the end who helps Naomi mm-hmm. make her phone call to find out that her blood work is thankfully negative um but unfortunately her fart test was positive so <laughs> and they tell her that was a really good naomi <laughs> yeah and they're just like what <laughs> it was a really good naomi um so yeah and then we end with the slumber party under the stars just like they all wanted except for jenny but even jenny's enjoying it and everyone's happy and it's the end and we get the best joke where we find <sighs> out that both abby and rachel slept with devin and Devin really did come, come with the house. <laughs> Tammy, Tina face face, Tammy's face when she just starts busting out laughing and they're like, oh, Tammy liked that one because Tammy was like so pretty mm-hmm. much stone cold the entire time. Yeah. Great joke. I was like, yeah, when he when I watched this the first time and then the second time I was like, he does. He really did come with the house. He really did come with the house. Mm-hmm. But, um, exactly. All right. Anything else that we didn't get to before we go to our segments? 
that you want to talk about? Um, I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered it. Sweet. All right. So we have Duff Flick, which is our first segment. And this is a chance for us to just ask any unanswered questions. May or may not be rhetorical. We may not even be able to answer them. Um, but my first Duff Flick is when Duff Flick did Rebecca sleep with Devin? When? Right. When did this happen? I'm thinking it was, well, it couldn't have been the first night because he wasn't there yet. Maybe it was the before he went into Abby's room. <gasps> it was the same night. It had to be a, it wasn't when she had her back thrown out, was it? When she was like laying there? No, because then wouldn't he have told somebody she was there? Hopefully. I don't know. Uh, you would think. I'm thinking it was the same night. I think he, he slept with Rebecca and then went and had, or maybe she's making it up. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know though. When, when Abby admitted it, like everyone was started laughing and Rebecca's face was like, and I did too. Like she was very, she felt like she had to admit that. So I feel like it did happen. And I, there is a scene when Abby's watching Devin stir that paella and it's right before Rebecca float throws her back out and she's like looking out the window at the two of them. I'm wondering if it happened before that. Mm. And then she's Maybe just, that's what threw her back out. Oh. Damn Devin. Fucking Devin and his paella. Um, also to piggyback off of all that, why Deflick did they sleep with Devin? Why? Well, I think Rebecca did because she's in a shitty marriage to Brian. Mm. And Abby did because she's sad she lost her job. Sometimes you just do shit because you're sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you just want to feel they something. needed to feel good feel about something. themselves, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that would make me feel good about myself, mm-hmm. but it, it would make me feel something. Feel something. <laughs> what is your, one of your deflicks? Okay. So I already said it, but my deflick is how deflick did they stay up all night when they were so drunk do you how think deflick? it's like okay because so they shut down the restaurant so i'm guessing the restaurant closed maybe probably about what do you think 10 11 at night i was thinking like 11 but they it seems like they stayed after close because they were like helping yeah. jade i think val was helping jade roll silverware so i'm i want to say they probably got back to the place like midnight ish mm-hmm and then, and then they they had a whole like thing. Yeah. I would have fallen asleep in the restaurant. Yeah. I would have been like, guys, we finished our food. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's please go. And then we can have party time because I'm down for like party pajama time back at the place and drinking sure. and doing party dances. Like, hell yeah. But yeah, I, I to be fair, I have stayed up late later than I probably should have and um, felt it in the morning. So I, I can, mm-hmm. I, I can, uh, I can understand them staying up late, especially with alcohol. I don't know though. Alcohol does make you sleepy, but maybe right. they got and a it's wine. So like, yeah, maybe they got a um, pick me up with McDonald's. Maybe I got some coffee, some, maybe, some Coke. maybe um, Catherine's did slip some Molly in their drinks and they, okay. There's another deflick. <laughs> Where the flick did Catherine get Molly? She's a celebrity <laughs> chef. They okay, they okay. Pedal them off the streets. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I I mean she she's she's worked with big celebrities and she's does chefs she does chefs she does chefs for she does chefs 
that's a word it's a verb now um for celebrities so, <laughs> I chef. yeah i chef so i feel like it's maybe a little bit easier for her to just find molly but like what a hardcore drug like let's maybe start with some weed you know let's like, smoke some weed or something yeah. also it was very like it was the only point in the movie where like where does she do that often is that like what made her think that she could bring molly and they'd all just want to do molly yeah they don't seem like that sort of crowd oh my god i do love that she was like i listened to a really good podcast about microdosing oh, that's what it was the podcast and, and the microdosing was like such a phenomenal thing like back then mm-hmm. in the like late 2010s where people were just learning about microdosing and now we're all like yeah like microdosing like just take mm-hmm. a little teeny Nothing. teeny tiny Nothing. portion of this and you're fine um i kind of wish I... they had all done it because i think that would have made for a really yeah. like funny part of the movie i'm glad you because i was just thinking that and i forgot um but yeah like i feel like they were leading up to them all <laughs> taking molly and then they never did mm-hmm. take the molly I, yeah 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 um okay my deflick is what deflick happened with abby and snapchat because that was connected to her losing her job remember where oh, she was she does like make an offhanded comment yeah she says the one time i couldn't figure out snapchat and everybody saw and i'm like do you mean everyone saw that you couldn't use snapchat or you did something you did something yeah on snap also were people still using snapchat in 2019 i feel like that had had a had died its death I mean, it's already. still out there so part of the reason that i related you to abby is because of the snapchat comment because you're a social media manager Mark, yeah. you know it, mm-hmm. and that's your job and and i just thought it would be hilarious if you were to be in your job and have to do something and not be able to figure it out and like be at like if you're still doing the social media yeah. thing you know years from now 10 yeah. years from now 20 years from now and there are all these things that you know, I, I feel like that's kind of what happened to her is maybe she was doing this job for a long time and it was her thing. And then all of these new sort of social media things came out and she couldn't figure them out. And that's why she got oh, fired. It's my fear every day. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, one day I'm going to get too old to know what no, blim, blim, blim blam or veep vop is or blim blam. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to lose my I just thought you were about to say. I that you were laughing because it made you think that I wouldn't know how to use a social oh, platform no. and then I would lose my job and you're like wouldn't it be so funny if Claire did, no, <laughs> did good it Lord, no <laughs> I'm not mean of course that's not. the people I love yeah so I'm like I just want to know what Abby did on Snapchat that made her get fired mm-hmm. um did you have any other deflict moments I think that's it my one final deflick is because they mentioned this in conversation. I think it was, I want to say Naomi and someone else, but they ask what would have been your path not taken at one point. And so I want to ask what deflick would have been our paths not taken. I'll go first because I say this, I've said this before. Um, I can't remember when I, when we did. I think when we did our everything everywhere all at once and it was like multiverse stuff um mm-hmm. i talked about i would have tried to actually pursue being a marine biologist and you're gonna say yeah. that because that's like i Claire i was obsessed with dolphins when she was a kid and orcas and orcas yes um, 
It's funny you mentioned that. Um, but yeah, I I wish I had kept up with it, but I got a I barely got a C in AP Biology, and I was like, maybe this isn't for me. But you know what? Maybe if I had really kept at it, I could have done it. Um, so that would have been my path not taken. What would what would be one of yours if you could pick? Oh gosh, there are a bunch. Um, the first one that comes into mind is advertising or, um, being a fixer. I wanted Mm. to do, um, I can't think of what the, the term that it actually is right now, but I wanted to work with the Indianapolis Colts as like a fixer. Oh, do marketing. And, um, I was thinking you were like saying like fixer up or like a house, but mm -mm, I didn't know you meant like a, like, um, God, I cannot think of what the job title is now. So you want to be in, so it's a fixer for sports? Yeah, like a uh, uh, PR. That's what I want. Oh, public relations. Okay. That's gotcha. what I want. I wanted to do public relations. That for would the have been so calls. cool. I know, right? You could have gotten us into all the games. All the games. We could have met Peyton Manning. Oh, Bless his goat. soul. The, like goat. the goat. The goat. Him and little Eli. I just love little oh, Eli. I do Just put him in your little pocket. I know. Ah, okay. So now we can go talk about Dick of the Flick. So please tell me, are you going to say it's Lady Sunshine? I am. Okay, I'm going to say Lady Sunshine. Okay. She, to me, was the Dick of the Flick because she told hard truths in a not so nice way. <laughs> she just came in, laid it out on the table for them, charged them $475 <laughs> and then left. So for me, she's definitely the Dick of the Flick. But they asked her to come in That's and provide true. this. See, so I didn't actually. But didn't. she came in with a shitty attitude. So she did. Well, they did apparently gave, give her bad directions. So she's probably seen a lot of shit. And, she, you know, but also if you're a tarot card, re- uh, well, like you're not like a fortune teller. I guess you can't like tell like where they where they are. Mm. I, I don't want to like mix mix up the. I think that's like a psychic. Yeah, I don't want to mix them up. I'm not coming after either group. I don't know anything <laughs> about any of them. So I don't know. Um, well, Lady Sunshine was not on either, or not on either. wasn't on my list at all. Like I didn't even think about Lady Sunshine. Um, I had fucking Brian. I fucking Brian. had Devin and his goddamn paella. Um, I had the doctor at the end. Really, like all the men in this yeah. movie um, were kind of the dick in the flick. Though I did add Jade. Jade some... is on my list too. Yep, yeah, for sure. He was. She was God. definitely the hipster dick of the flick. Yeah. If we had to like cat- recategorize these mm-hmm. things. Yeah, because I feel like she did lead Val on because Val was very much like, that's how I get the ladies. And she was flirting, obviously. That's obvious flirting. And I, and think... I think Jade used it to her advantage. Yeah, to get her to buy a painting from her. Um,. Who is the dick of the flick, though? So I'd say Jade, since we have yeah. we both have her on our list. Unfortunately. I'm say Jade was the dick of the flick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jade. Sorry, Jade. Sorry, Jade, but that was kind of a Your dick, character was a dick. dick thing to do. Okay. Next and final segment is how many flicks do we give? This is where we rate the movie. Uh, for context, as far as like how this movie was received critically, it wasn't the best, unfortunately. Um, on IMDb, it gets a 5.5 out of 10. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has 66% from critics, which I think is, tex- which I think is technically fresh 
So it is fresh from critics. Okay. But it's 31% from audiences, which is rotten. Oh. Um, mm. All right. <laughs> Kelly, what do you give this movie? It is out of five. Uh, five is the highest, and you can give decimal points. I'm going to go like a 4.2, 4.3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they could have fleshed out some scenes a little better. I really wish they would have done the Molly because I feel like with those actresses, it would have been a pretty funny scene. Um, but all in all, like, I just knew it was going to be funny regardless because with this kind of cast, how could it not be? Yeah. And with wine drenched antics, <laughs> you knew that craziness was going to ensue, you know? Yeah. So I give it a 4.2, 4.3. Depends on the yeah. day. Yeah. I'd give it like a four out of five. Like I'm in a similar boat. I think it's definitely funny. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we we're getting them more now, but we didn't always get a lot of female driven comedies. Like we had bridesmaids, for a really really long time and you know that was kind of it and yeah I I feel like I'm about to say something very contentious and I'm I don't know if I should maybe I should move on and not say it say it anyway I don't know if I'm like the biggest bridesmaids fan (gasps) I I like it okay here's the thing when I first saw it I was interning in Indianapolis hungover as fuck the next day and had slept the night at the place that we had partied at um the next day someone turned it on so I was hungover watching it and I think that just like ruined my mood so I feel like that attached my mood to it and that's why I was like not finding it very funny because I was just I just really love Melissa McCarthy I think she anything she does is hilarious and Maya Rudolph was also in that one so that being said, like I have rewatched it since, and I will watch it if it's on TV. And I do think there are funny moments in it, but for some reason, like the Wine Country movie, like this time around, hit me so much more than I watched when yeah, I watched it the yeah. first time. I I laughed out loud in so many parts. So many parts were funny to me. Um, I feel like it's a great cast, a great ensemble of characters. Mm-hmm that and it feels like they all had a really fun time making this movie um I I agree like I could have had a few other like fleshed out parts or some parts switched out here or there um I mean I feel like the conflicts were all kind of resolved I don't know if like necessarily a little too easily but like they're all like yeah yeah pretty happy at the end of it which seems maybe a little unrealistic but you know what fuck it's fine it's I like there were no like hurt feelings and no one left sort of deal where in real life that's probably what would have happened yeah but if you just want a fun movie that has a lot of comedic great comedic timing great comedic lines this is a fun watch for sure great actresses just fantastic and the way they all kind of play together you i really thought that they were friends and you know like yeah i believe something and it's it's funny that you say you know this came out of um a real life sort of thing that they did because they really, I really felt like they were yeah. really, this is something that could have happened for them in real life. Yeah. Apparently even like the person cooking paella was a real thing. I don't know if it really? took, I don't know if it took <sighs> 24 hours for the paella to be cooked. I feel when like that. he that's... smacks the squid and he like massages. Oh, See? this is so gross. <laughs> They're like, we well, put that on ice. Then. When he's been, when he's 
stirring it and it just makes that squeegee squishy noise welching sound and then he keeps saying like just uh just four more hours um four hours later just (laughs) and you know they're hungover so any of that fish smell who thinks to make paella for a bunch of hungover ladies in wine country and they're hungry you know you're hungry when you're hungover you're not but you are you need to like fill your belly with something Mm mm-mm and yeah. when he's driving the car and he says, his, <laughs> they're like, are you even allowed to drive? And he says, I will be. <laughs> yeah. I just can't believe like Tammy didn't even mention it at all. She's like, Tammy didn't mention I come with the house, Tammy. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Edible <sighs> soap. Oh, only like 70% edible. <laughs> it's... When Catherine eats it. She's oh. like, I still taste it. She's like, that's because of the shape. Because it's still shaped like a bar of soap. Uh, all right. Well, this was so much fun, Kelly. It was. Thank Thanks you for, for having me. Of course. I knew nice I had to get you. the band back together. Oh, as always, it's such a blast. Um, I usually give this uh, point in time in the podcast for people to plug anything they want. Is there anything you want to plug about you? No, nope, or- <laughs> I'm just me. I don't do anything special. Yeah. I just always like to ask, you know, you never know. Maybe you've got something cooking. You know, you never know. Um, I do have a TikTok. You can go to my TikTok. I'm at the mayor's wife. You do make some very funny TikToks, I will say. I do make funny TikToks. Definitely follow her on TikTok, guys. So for our next flick, it's funny that this was mentioned uh, in this particular podcast because this is the movie we're going to be talking about next time. And it's Free Willy. Stop it. Free Willy. Yep. I'm going to be talking about this with everything 90s podcast. They're going to be on to talk about Free Willy. And I'm so excited because, as I mentioned, I love orcas. I'm an orca nerd. And I this this episode might just be me talking about facts about orcas the entire time. And I hope you enjoy That's that. That's amazing. I can't wait to listen. I cannot wait to listen. Free Willy if you all don't didn't already know was one of my favorite childhood movies that and homeward bound and so <sighs> homeward I, bound and it's funny because orcas are my favorite animal and dogs are my second favorite animal so you know i'm getting to talk about my favorite animal on the podcast it's a dream come true a yeah absolutely um so until then guys if you loved listening to this episode make sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts you can also rate and review us on apple podcasts um you can you can rate also on spotify feel free to leave a written review on apple podcasts as well and then you can also follow us on social media we are at why the flick on instagram tiktok twitter letterboxd and potentially threads i don't know have you heard That's about not, threads? I haven't even heard of that one. Threads so old. Threads is the uh, Instagram version of TikTok. Or not TikTok. <laughs> I speak mistruths. Sorry. Um, <laughs> threads is Instagram's version of Twitter. Whew, there we go. Got them all. That's a lot. Yeah. So it's basically Twitter, but it's managed by Instagram. So I guess Instagram's coming after Twitter so now. Elon Musk. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we are we do we are on there. I don't know if I'm gonna stay like well I'll stay on there, but I don't know if I'll be active. Let's just let's just leave it at that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Will Threads be then be the new TikTok or the new Snapchat? 
let us know in your in your five-star review <laughs> Yay. all right bye guys well, thank you bye thanks for listening